All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hello, friend. This is an episode of Note to Self, but from when we used to be called New Tech City. Same good content, just the old name. Enjoy. From WNYC, this is New Tech City, where digital gets personal. I'm Anoush Zamarodi, and welcome to The Bored and Brilliant Project, where we are rethinking our relationship with our phones and jumpstarting our creativity. This is Challenge Week. It's day number one. Over 14,000 people have signed up, and we've been measuring how much we usually use our phones. We've been using some partner apps, and we are averaging just under two hours a day of screen time. So that is our baseline. Now we're going to try some challenges and see what happens to that number. Here's what some of you told us as you prepared for this week. To prepare for the week of being bored and brilliant, I have been going on a cell phone binge and (laughs) getting my fix as much as possible before the challenge begins. I haven't done much to prepare except download the app and uh, I've been looking at it every so often and and crying over my terrible usage statistics. I've been practicing leaving my phone at my desk when I get up to do things around the office. Those were bored and brilliant participants Francis Coco, Eli Mendel, and Amanda Katz. Now, some instructions. Okay, so for the next six mornings, here's what's going to happen. You're going to start your morning with a bored and brilliant mini podcast. Each mini podcast will explain your mission, your challenge for the day. And these challenges have been designed to guide you through a week of rethinking your relationship with your phone to start discovering the lost art of spacing out and then have some big ideas. When it makes sense, we're also going to include the latest research, a personal story or two, definitely some great inspiration. It's way more intimate listening to those than just getting a list of rules, right? For those of you who've signed up to track your phone usage with one of our partner apps, we'll be posting the stats every day at newtechcity.org slash board. Now, let's start with challenge number one. A few months ago, I wanted to know, when I walk down the street, does it just feel like everyone's on their phone or are they really all on their phone? So one day I sat on a Manhattan street corner and I counted. But don't worry, I brought a chair. There's actually a video of my little experiment that you can watch at newtechcity.org. Okay, so of the 1,000 people who passed me by, including the actress Emily Blunt, 315 of them were either typing on, looking at, listening to, or just gripping their phone. Like, that's almost one in three people. 
So for your first challenge, do not look at your phone as you move about your day. Whether it's on the train, the bus, the sidewalk, in the passenger seat, during carpool, keep your phone in your pocket, or better yet, in your bag. Try to only look at it when you've reached your destination. The goal is to make some space for deeper thinking. That sense of being able to lose yourself in a problem was one of the most satisfying things I'd ever experienced in my life. Alex Soonjun Kim Pang got his Ph.D. in the history of science and technology in the early 1990s. He's been a visiting scholar at Stanford for over 15 years, and now... I work as a technology forecaster and futurist. Alex is extremely smart, very accomplished. But something even happened to him when he got a smartphone. Maybe you can relate. Things started to pile up. There never seemed to be enough time in his day. I began to feel like I was losing my ability to really concentrate seriously on the things I needed to do. That satisfying feeling of really thinking through problems and finding solutions? I felt that slipping away. So Alex being Alex... I wrote the book that would have helped me when I went through my own crisis with all these technologies. His book is The Distraction Addiction. It's a guide to something that Alex calls contemplative computing. He started out by tweaking his tech habits. Even if it wasn't the only thing that made a difference, it was certainly an essential first step toward regaining the ability to pay attention to all kinds of things in my life. Alex believes we can live more harmoniously with technology. So I'm going to give you Alex's basic phone hygiene, and it's going to help you with your challenge today. So first, and this is pretty obvious if you're not doing this, he turns off all the notifications on his phones. But Alex created one new one for himself. I have a little message on there to breathe. That's the message that appears on the home screen of Alex's phone when he turns it on. When we check our email, when we're waiting for web pages to load, we unconsciously hold our breath. And this matters because it means that holding your breath is something that you do in moments of anxiety. Okay, so next, he sets his phone to have a special ring for the people who are most important to him. In an emergency, in the zombie apocalypse, who do you want to be able to reach? And those people, I've given one ringtone. In my case, it's the opening bars of Derek and the Domino's Layla. The whole rest of the world gets Brian Eno's ambient music for airports. Okay, so pretty basic stuff, but how many of us actually do it? Last? Yep, it's your challenge for today. Unless you are, I guess, a doctor or, you know, you're a hedge fund manager or something like this where microseconds really matter, doing things like not carrying your phone right against your body, but carrying it in a bag, it, you know, can help ease some of that sense that you always need to be, you know, to have a little of your tension turned toward the phone. Okay, you overachievers, put your phone in your bag when you're in transport. Those of you like me who want to ease into this whole no phone thing while we're walking, let's just put it in our pockets. This is day one. We're just going to walk instead of texting and checking. Let's get bored. Good luck to absolutely everyone in this challenge. And remember, you can do it. (laughs) So let us know how it's going. 
preferably while you're sitting in front of a desk or a laptop. At newtechcity.org slash board, I will be posting my updates tomorrow, challenge number two. And the person we found who we think does the most mind-wandering in the whole world. Talk to you then. I am Manoush Zamarodi, and this is New Tech City's Bored and Brilliant Project. There is something called phantom cell phone syndrome. Which, oh, I have it. For people who don't know, phantom cell phone syndrome is that feeling that your phone is buzzing even when you're not carrying it. You know what it usually is, actually, Alex? What is it? It's my stomach growling, and I think it's my phone, <laughs> but it's my stomach.